Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I'm Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. We help men deal with the life changes triggered by divorce, such as child custody and property division, among many others. But life changes also occur after divorce. These changes can make parts of your existing court order irrelevant or harder to follow. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. We're a partner men can count on. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. What's up, Pels fans? Today, I am very excited to have on longtime buddy Charles LaRocca. Now, Charles is the Pelicans beat writer over at Hoops Habit, and he is in Las Vegas right now. But before we talk Summer League, we've got some trade rumors to discuss. So, without further ado, let's phone our buddy Charles. This call is being recorded. All right, and now we welcome on to the program our good buddy Charles LaRocca. What's up, dude? How's it going, Preston? Happy to finally be on the podcast. I know. How long have we been trying to do this? Charles is uh, one of my old buddies from Pelican Debrief, and we've been trying to do this for maybe two years. What do you think? Yeah. Hi, this is Scott Trout, CEO of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. There are many life changes that can happen after divorce that make it difficult or impossible to uphold requirements of your divorce decree. The orders issued in a divorce are based on the facts presented at that time but the circumstances used in issuing those orders can obviously change. If you feel a modification to your court orders might be necessary, talk to us at Cordell & Cordell. Contact CordellCordell.com, 1065 East Hillsdale Boulevard, Suite 310, Foster City, California, 94404. Two years, we've been been riding together for two years on the same staff, you know, conflicting schedules, but, you know, kind of sort of moved on, but we're still here riding about the Pelicans and, you know, timing's right now. Yeah, man, I'm so proud of you. For those of you who don't know, he's now with Hoops Habit. He is a beat writer for the Pelicans. I think a year ago at this time, we were arguing over the validity of Jalen Brown, and you have since been proven right. He looks like he's going to be a young stud. But at the time, I was, I, I think I was just so in love with the idea of Jamal Murray. I just couldn't see anybody else. You know, when you lock eyes with somebody across the bar and everything else just fades away, and that was Jamal Murray for me. And so I apologize in hindsight. It looks like Jalen Brown's going to be... A pretty good player. Yeah, he he he's gonna be a good player, but I just you're not wrong about Murray either, which is interesting because those those that draft class early at the top is like they're all of them look like they're gonna be fairly good players. Besides maybe like like Bender struggling a bit, but when you look at Murray, Heald, um, Brown, guys at the Pelicans who were mainly interested in, all those players look like they're gonna be able to carve out some NBA future. So yeah, very interesting. 
It looks like it's a solid draft, but Charles, I've actually got to spring some breaking news. Uh, Mike Shoto, I hope I'm pronouncing that right, on Twitter, has just broken a rumor that the Pelicans are discussing trading Etwan Moore and Alexis Agensa for Reggie Jackson. He says more on this as it develops. What do you think about this trade possibly coming to fruition? Well, from what I'm seeing on Pelicans Twitter, it is it's being received with mixed reviews. I mean, of course, Jackson's in a bad contract, and he's had a, you know, as well documented, he's had locker room issues. But when you look at who they're, they're giving up, Etwan Moore and Alexis Dinka, assuming that that's the trade, I think we would go three. Reggie Jackson is better than both of those players, and he he will help the Pelicans out. He's not my ideal choice for a guard, but if they were to get Reggie Jackson back, I, I think it's it's an upgrade. Yeah, it's definitely it's better. It's definitely a risk the, in my opinion, the Pels have to take. I'm a big Etwan Moore fan. I know a lot of the boys at the Bird Rights are as well. But when you take a look at some of what Reggie Jackson has done in the past, I know Bourbon Street Shots has gone deep on this as well. In his first year post-signing the the five-year $80 million deal that uh, John Wall so famously mocked, he had a really productive season. He was scoring 19 points a game. His assist-to-turnover ratio was almost 3-1, to one, which is considered pretty elite. Five rebounds, six assists. At his best, he's a great player. Last year, he was slowed down. I think a lot of people forget he had some some knee tendinosis and uh, a, a ligament strain in his thumb. So he missed, I think, something around 20 games. He missed, like, I don't know, the first third of the season. So he does have an upside. How do you think he would potentially pair with Drew Holiday, I think, is the greater question. Um, well, he's not exactly, like, a great shooter, which is, I think, what a lot of people felt like the ideal guard should have been. But he allows Drew to push off ball. I think it's documented, like, Jackson's really good in the pick and roll. He, he can he can drive to the basket. He can create his own shot. It, it just gives the Pelicans another option in the backcourt that, that someone that can create for themselves. And it, get, it takes the pressure off of Drew having to be the only, like, legitimate ball handler or perimeter threat. So it's not like a glove, a fit in the glove fit, but – it's something that can work out, and it's not like you said. I think it's something the Pelicans, if they if they don't have any other offers, if this is the best option out there, I say pull the trigger on it because the talent is there for Reggie Jackson. And yeah, Alex and it's Alex Bissett Drew is uh, not going to be a work in progress, but it, it, it he, Drew played next to Tyreek Evans, who I would say is a similar type of player to Reggie Jackson, and. Tyreek and Drew, when they were both healthy, they played very fairly well with each other. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the, I, I guess I can't help but be nervous because we just brought in Chris Finch to do this uh, entire point boogie type uh, rotation and set. And, and now we're bringing in another ball dominant player. Not that Drew Holiday is ball dominant, but he's a guy that most consider prefers the ball in his hands. We tried relegating him to the two guard uh, spot last year and while it minimized the turnovers with Tim Frazier at the point, uh, Drew Holiday never really got comfortable playing at that two position. And now you're giving him even fewer touches. You're basically, uh, I, I guess, delegating him to an Avery Bradley type role. Is that what you see as Drew Holiday's future in this scenario? Um, I don't think he. I don't think he's doing as well as Avery Bradley was able to do it. But uh, if he was, he's going to be playing off ball more if this were to happen. And it's something that I can see him actually kind of doing doing well at, thriving at, because Drew 
struggled. Well, post post boogie trade, he struggled a bit. I think personally because of lack of chemistry in the offense. You just add a massive piece to boogie with boogie, and as a point guard, it kind of just throws the offense on its head a little bit. So I think with the entire training camp, Drew Drew Holiday will be able to adjust. He said in the offseason he doesn't really mind playing either guard position. He can guard ones or twos. So I think as long as he's able to still um, have his moments with the ball, I think he will. I, I, I think it's not going to really be that much of an issue. Okay, so you've got good hopes for this. And hopefully he heals quickly and we bring him in. Uh, right now, this move is getting pretty much universally panned by Pelicans fans, uh, as, as you just mentioned on Twitter. Why do you think that people are so up in arms about our Reggie Jackson edition? Well, one, because, like you said, Reggie Jackson struggled last year. And there is the, he, he is on the big contract, so you're not, it's not like you're going to get cap relief from this. A lot of people wanted you know, if, they get, if you're dumping a jinker or a seek, they, they expect to have some salary relief. But with Jackson, you're actually taking back salary. And he's locked up long-term. So you're kind of stuck into this core of through Reggie, Boogie, Brow. And the question is, like, how good is that team still? I think it's good enough for playoffs. But realistically, like, what is the ceiling on that team? And it's like you, you mentioned earlier, Reggie Jackson, his first year Detroit was playing like, like a fringe all-star. And then he dropped off, whether due to injury. But who who really is Reggie Jackson? We don't we don't really know yet. So there's a lot of there's still a lot of question marks with him as a player. And now when you make this trade, you're committing to him long term. And I think a lot of it, you know, being Pelicans fans, you're just naturally pessimistic and like, well, this what can go wrong with this, right? So. Yeah, yeah, and you definitely. I, I also have to question what the Pistons get out of this because they, they just, in my opinion, overpaid Langston Galloway three years, $21 million. I don't really see him as a point guard. Ish Smith is their, their backup, and he played well for the Pelicans as a point guard, but he's not really a shooter. He's not someone you can really give 35 minutes a game to. And then you've got Avery Bradley. Are you going to put him at point guard? You've got rookie Luke Kennard that you would think they wouldn't give more than 25 minutes per game to. You're bringing in Etwan Moore. It seems like they're bringing in a, a glut of these combination guards. Who do you think is going to run the point for them? I, right now, if this were to happen, I'd have to go with uh, – my guess would be Ish Smith because I don't see him – like those other guys, they can play off ball a bit or they can, you know, they can play off ball. They can, they have some, they can shoot the ball. I don't really see how Ish Smith is an asset off the ball. If he doesn't have the ball in his hands, like what is he really, what value is he really bringing to you offensively? So that would be my guess initially. And another interesting part of this trade is that while Pelican fans are like, oh, you know, they're panning the trade. Pistons fans are, are panning it for the Detroit Pistons. They think that, they think Pelicans should be giving up a pick at least in this trade. And they don't understand what the Pistons are doing. So it's kind of a really weird trade where both fan bases, there's no really clear winner either side. Well, I was going to ask you about that. I just did, uh, I just ran this on the John Hollinger ESPN trade machine. I invite all of you to do the same. And although there's a $5 million disparity, it says the trade does work. But what I was going to ask you is the Pelicans do have some unguaranteed contracts in the mode of uh, Axel Tupon, Quinn Cook, Czech Diallo. They just acquired Darius Miller. I don't know how long before he's eligible to be traded. But do you think there's there's a, a possibility that any of these contracts are included with the trade, like a Quinn Cook? Or do you think the Pelicans might even include a pick to this trade. I really hope they don't include a pick because um, that's like the last trade chip the Pelicans have right now with that pick, right? But as far as the non-guaranteed, 
I think that was Dell's plan was to include them into a, a deal down the line. Because he, he, I mean, he had to go in knowing that they were gonna have limited cap relief, limited from the sign free agent. So he's not guaranteed have value as you're seeing down in Houston with Daryl Morey. He's using those uh, non guarantees to bring in a lot of guys and use those as trade chips. So yeah, I think that was a plan for Dell. I'm not sure if they include that in this deal, but it's something definitely to look forward, like look towards as you hear more rumors come out with the Pelicans. All right, Charles, thanks so much for rolling with. I kind of sprung this on Charles for our listeners. I didn't I didn't preface that we were going right in on this. And this just happened uh, as we were, I think, 10 minutes ago. So uh, kudos to you, Charles, for being all caught up and having your eyes on Twitter. Let's get to the reason we called you, though. How is Las Vegas? Very hot right now. Las Vegas is extremely <laughs> hot. <laughs> but a lot of basketball, a lot of uh, – a lot of basketball. That's all I can say. Not not necessarily good basketball, but there's a lot to talk about, especially with the Pelicans Summer League. Like the Ola, Quinn Cook looking good. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. The the first two games, these two guys really shine. Sheck had, I think, 50 and 20 in his first two games. Both games lost by uh, three and two points, respectively. And Sheck Diallo really broke down after the Sunday night game against the Hawks. And then last night against the uh, against Brooklyn, he uh, suffered some kind of a quad strain. Is that right? It doesn't appear to be injury uh, serious. Do you know anything about this? I don't know. I know. I don't know the specifics, but I know Scott Kushner on Twitter said that he suffered a, a thigh contusion, and he, he, he. I mean, likely his summer league's done. There hasn't been any updates on it yet. But I need to probably play tomorrow in like the summer league playoffs. I'd be shocked to see Diallo back out there. Okay, well, we still have uh, a lot to watch with Quinn Cook, who has been, I I, I would say he's been exceeding expectations. Would you agree? Yep, I agree 100%. And I think it's really, that's a good sign that he's playing well, because right now he's penciled in as a backup guard. And I had my skepticism of Quinn Cook. I, I wasn't really the biggest fan of his, but he's showing a lot that he can create, he can run an offense, he can make, he can make shots. I still think his best position to utilize is like an off-ball guard, which is cool, which is good if you have a guy like Jordan Crawford who's, who can uh, handle the rock a little bit. So it's a good sign to see Quinn Cook playing well. Yeah, he had 16 points, 25 points on Sunday, and 20 points last night in in a game the Pelicans really got uh, crushed. I think they were trailing 51 to to 27 at the end of the first half, so not a competitive matchup. And and I have to ask, beyond Quinn Cook and Czech Diallo, it sounds like there's not a whole lot of uh, NBA-level talent on the roster. Has anybody really uh, stuck out to you as somebody who could be a rotation player with the Pelicans going into the 2017-18 season? In my honest opinion, from the game I watched every game live, I would say no chance. There, there, there's a clear drop off in talent between behind Cook and Diallo, and you see it. Like Cook, Cook, Cook will create a good shot for guys and just miss an open threes or miss an open layup. Guys not getting their poor defensive rotations, missing easy shots. It's it just no one's really shown a, a flash of skill that they can say, hey, this guy can rely on that at the next level. You know what I mean? No one's really shown a consistent skill set besides the two main guys, which is which is fine, but if the Pelicans are looking to find a diamond in the rough in the summer league, I think it's likely to come from another team. Oh, nice. Has anybody stuck out to you as, as a possible uh, addition? I'm putting you on the spot here, but somebody who's really been showing out in Las Vegas that you'd like to see among the Pelicans' ranks? 
Um, yeah, it's tough. Um, because most of the time when you go to these games, you're kind of like watching the you go to the teams that have the best rookies or not. But a couple of guys that looked pretty. I think off the top of my head here, um, the Bucks. I I liked um. I was trying. I liked uh, Vander Blue from the Lakers, but I mean he's been in the league. He's been in summer league like for like the last four years. So I mean, how how good are those guys? You know, so it's it's really tough. I I seen Doyle from the Nets. He's been, he he was shooting pretty high percentage on three point looks, but I mean I didn't really look deep into those guys, so it's hard for me to say from just that one game that I saw them play. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm putting you on the spot here too. Uh, to to be honest. Beyond those two guys, there there isn't a lot. Je, je, sorry, I can I can do this. Jamel McMillan self admittedly said the whole thing is about them in reference to Quinn Cook and Sheck Diallo. So the whole thing has to be about these two young men's development, and anything beyond that is like we say in New Orleans, lanyap because these two guys have been showing out. We're going to sit down, check Diallo. We've got some great news as far as uh, Frank Jackson, our second round pick goes. Jamel said that he's going to be back rather quickly. Since since we have you in Las Vegas, uh, this is all stuff we can read online. I, I know you went to Vegas last year. Is that true? Yeah, I actually, I actually go to school out here. So I am currently living out here. Oh, nice. So you're just out there. You're not staying. I was going to ask you next question. What hotel are you staying out and what shows have you been seeing? But I guess this is just a everyday, pretty much normal for you. Is that right? Yeah, this is like the big deal. Well, tell us a little bit more about that. What what how would you compare last summer league season to this summer league season? And what is the the overall general NBA vibe like in Las Vegas right now? Well, I was telling my buddies this. Um, since the Lakers have been, because I've been going to summer league for about four years now, so I've seen it from like since the Lakers have got become a bad team, they they get a high rookie, and there's a lot of Laker fans in Las Vegas, a lot of Laker fans on the West Coast. So since the Lakers get a top, like last year was crazy, this year is crazy, sold out game. The, the the atmosphere has honestly been incredible, and it, it, it looks as long as like the Lakers are a bad team and they have a top pick, it's going to remain that way. The day I went Sunday, the Lakers didn't play. And it, it was kind of back to normal a little bit, you know. It wasn't as packed. It was either the seats were cheaper. Then Monday, because of the the Fox and the ball matchup, the hyped-up matchup that never happened, the tickets were like $75 to get in, sold-out seats. It, it, it really felt like a, like a big game vibe, which is awesome especially for locals out here who don't have a professional team. It gives them a chance to go out and see some of their favorite guys, feel like an NBA atmosphere. It's really, it's really cool thing to watch it grow. And as far as the Pelicans, um, not many Pelicans fans out here. I'm one of, one of few. And last year for the Pelicans, they, there was a lot more uh, interest in them because they had a top pick in Buddy Heald this year. I mean, Czech Diallo is good. Quinn Cook is good, but they're not really known by many people outside of Pelicans fans. So, it's not been too much too crazy at Pelicans game. Well, it should translate to to better seating for you. Is that right? You can sit a little bit closer to the action since there's not as much competition. Oh yes, a hundred percent. I hundred percent. I get I get some very nice seats right behind like the bench. I get to, I hear the the guys in the court. Uh, hear defensive switches. Hear what they're saying. It's really it's really cool. But when you try to go like to the Laker games, man, good luck. 
What's one of the cooler experiences you've had in these three games so far? Like we we watch on Twitter, Scott Kushner reports that he sees Dell Demp sitting next to Boogie and then sitting next to Anthony Davis, and we've got Jordan Crawford on hand. What what have you seen and what have you heard during some of these contests? Well, I've seen during the Pelicans uh, versus Hawks game. It's really because I'm right there. You, it's pretty cool hearing the coaches, coaching Melanie, yelling at guys like Check of our rotations, like get seeing them. That animation really up close. You kind of get like you're in the huddle type of feel, and it's really cool. And besides that, also just like seeing so many like NBA fans. Like I see other writers that I conversate with on Twitter. There, um, you can't, you have you have a bit of conversation with them, chop it up. It's good to see them. You know, network a little bit. It's awesome because you don't really get to see all these these guys often because of the uh, you know during the season everyone's living in different areas, but kind of Vegas. It, it kind of brings everyone together, and you get to just talk ball with a lot of people, knowledgeable people. Charles, great stuff, man. I'm so glad I finally got to talk to you. I want to talk to, uh, to you more, but unfortunately, I'm going to see a terrible movie right now, so I'm going to cut you short. We do have until so July 14th. Was that? What's a terrible movie? I feel embarrassed saying I did see Spider-Man. It was fantastic, but tonight I have the night off, and I'm going to see Transformers Part 5. I'm actually going to see Transformers Part 5 as well tonight, and I'm not excited. <laughs> Why are we doing this to ourselves then? Uh, it's $5 Tuesdays here, so I take advantage, and unfortunately, this is the best option. Yeah, we've got a similar deal out here, and we have a uh, reserved seating. It's leather chairs. They recline. So I'm about to watch a really bad movie in style. But for now, sports fans, Charles LaRocca can be found at Hoops Habit on Twitter. He is the Pelicans beat writer there. You can follow him at C-L-A-Rocca, R-O-C-C-A Jr. on Twitter. Great friend, better writer. Best of luck to you, Charles. What, what can we find of your work coming up on Hoops Habit? Uh, sell yourself a bit here. Well, Hoops Habit, I, I, we have a piece coming up I'm writing tonight on the trade rumors and how it's going to affect the Pelicans. I'm going to have my takeaways from Summer League being live here in Las Vegas. I'm going to have that coming up, so stay tuned. And, um, yeah, give me a follow. You're the man, Charles, and hopefully I'll speak to you this weekend and we'll cover some more Summer League. I'm looking forward to it, Preston. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on Blog Talk Radio. Search The Bird Rights NBA or go on iTunes where you can find us at The Bird Call. We'll be on Stitcher soon. Now, again, if you like what you're hearing, do us a favor. Like, subscribe, retweet, comment, spread the word. We appreciate it so much. My name is Preston Ellis, and if you have any questions you want to hear them heard or have some particular guest you'd like us to have on, tweet at me. It's Preston Ellis. I'll do my best to make it happen. Now, thank you guys so much. Don't forget to go to thebirdrights.com. We've got content on there every day, keeping you updated with all the latest information on all things Pels. Again, thank you guys. I'm out of breath. Let's go Pelicans. Don't miss Old Navy's Saturday Steal. This Saturday, all jeans are on sale for 50% off. Plus, get $3 kids deals like graphic tees and tanks and $7 girls dresses. Saturday only at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Validate 3 excludes in-store clearance. Select styles on kids deals and girls dresses. And now, an ad from Dad. <clears throat> all right, save money on car insurance when you bundle home and auto with Progressive. Can I take these off? All right. What is this? This looks good. Wow. That's well made. Where did you get this? I'm talking to you with the hair. 
Yeah, where did you get this? It's good stuff. That's solid. That's not veneer. That's solid stuff. Progressive can't save you from becoming your parents, but we can save you money when you bundle home and auto. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discounts not available in all states or situations.